Shuffle some beers around the table. <laughs> My name is John Davies at WBQ. Thanks for hanging out with us again. Uh, as per usual, if you guys are frequent listeners, we go around and introduce ourselves. Uh, Jeff from Keg Grove. Tyler from Keg Grove. And this week's guests, Jeremy well, from Distill. Hello, sir. And Tim from Distill. There we go. I feel uh, like this is like always like how you started grade school. Like, we're taking attendance. I'm line leader. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. the announcements. Yeah. Do we have to share three facts about us? If you'd and, like uh, to. You know, if you, if, uh, two truths I, and a lie. I or? enjoy some familiarity in terms of um, some structure from time to time. You never know when it's someone's first time listening and they don't know who we are. You know, so First you time listener, long time caller. 100%. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how we start the show around here. Another brewery episode. This is going to be a good time. And uh, as we were discussing before we started press, uh, before we pressed record, uh, two facets of the brewery, which I think we kind of have represented to an extent. You do a lot, but you do the art as well, for the most part, for K Grove, which is mm-hmm. what Jeremy handles as well. Um, I, and, I, and Tim's a mad scientist. And an yeah. incredible... Uh, I haven't seen them recently, but those Friday videos that you used to do yes. yeah, we were so good. Yeah, they. Uh, I have been getting a lot of, uh, I guess uh, we would call it anecdotal uh, evidence to bring it back. Yeah, please yeah. do. Like, this well, is my vote right you, now. When are you going to do that? It's like, well, the thing about those is we need Firkins back. Oh, that was but, your jam there, yeah. Yeah, we, we almost never went through a Firkin when it was full, so... Probably not going to go through a whole one. I got you. For beer novices out there. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Firkin is a... Sorry. It's like an old school way of of serving beer where you got, like, the hand pump, and it's the the keg that sits on its side. You got a hammer hammer bung into the... It's it's called the keystone for all you uh, technical people. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but we we don't make those anymore. We actually just... We had three sitting in our cooler... Since the pandemic started, whoa, and we just dumped them probably like two weeks ago. <sighs> Sad thing about beer, yeah, surprisingly not too oxidized. Okay, which yeah. I thought was neat. Yeah. Next time, bring them here. I'm sure we, you know, <laughs> we could probably do studio something beers, we'll you, do, yeah. you write it off, we'll be fine. It'll just be the next episode. I knew we'll one just... of them had mints, and Ooh. I was like, I wonder how that mint has held up over a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet that tastes. Vegetal. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, new word. I like that. Vegetal. Vegetal. Yes. yes. They were not great. I'll say that. Uh, a vegetal beer. Ooh, that's a beer name in itself, too. The vegetal? Yeah. Remember when we did, what was it, the uh, the carrot and... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> carrot and beet beets. It's not? Yeah, that was veg- that's vegetal. Oh, for Thanksgiving? Uh, it was uh, for it was a collaboration with the local uh, nonprofit, for fun. and uh, that's yeah, they pro- they gave me the the food for free to so go back like, into yeah, the soil. Like, yeah, let's, well, let's go for it. Dump it out. <laughs> so you either loved it or hated it, and um, I'm not a saison guy, so you know I was exempt from judging. 
Can't win them all. No. At the end of the but day. it did go well with steak, though. So Rob Dobbs did go through quite a bit of it. Okay. Yeah. And Epiphany Farms actually went through a lot of it, too, but... It makes sense with their food, you know. But you're not eager to get back on that. No, that'll never happen again because, uh, <coughs> yeah, no. Uh, no offense to you guys. Uh, oh, thanks. I think you guys do wonderful stuff locally, but when you go to the Distill website, you can see where you guys find y'all's beer internationally. Yes. Uh, is there a process to um, prevent yourself from finding beers that aren't necessarily super popular in line of a uh, beet and carrot beer? Are we just throwing it out there and seeing what, you know, South Korea likes? Because it, it's crazy to me that, like, you can buy a sour from Distill yeah. in South Korea. It's it's different with every country. Um, I know, for, like, example, Sweden, uh, they have a monopoly that controls their beer, and they will send out a call for tenders for a certain style of beer. And so then we ship samples basically as our audition. Yeah. And then um, if they choose that beer, then they bring it in. So it doesn't necessarily reflect what seasonality of beers we have released here or even sometimes it's styles of beer that we don't distribute in the United States because they're not super popular but they got carrots and beets in them yeah, yeah. I mean they're <laughs> well they, I mean you know root vegetables are very important John <laughs> but yeah that's that's the process with Sweden I think uh, like the UK and and uh, South Korea I think they probably just order from what we have available or maybe they pre-order I assume because we they order so infrequently that they just bring a large amount over and then it's we don't hear from them again for right. like six months. So how does the international impact like you with labels? Yeah, like that's got to be a nightmare because um, everybody's got to have some different, right? They just South Korea and the UK. They just bring our beer in the way it's labeled here. Okay. Uh, Sweden, um, they have a different recycle symbol. And they have me remove the Surgeon General's warning because they don't have a Surgeon General in Sweden. Game so on. it's okay to drink if and you're pregnant. In yeah, Sweden. They, they, <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. they basically give me. You have I'll to like list. Throw the disclaimer for two beers in. Not, uh, we are not supporting that in any way. No. <laughs> yeah, I just, just have to list like Thanks, allergens and and uh, the ABV. So they'll write it out for me in Swedish. Or is that the name of the? Is it Dutch? I don't know. I don't know. I've never been. Just roll Swedish. Yeah. yeah Swedish anyway, right. they, yeah. Swedish so chef, right? They just Orkin, give me Orkin, 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 Orkin. They yeah. give me the text, Flute. and I just right. copy and paste it onto the label in the spot where the Surgeon General's warning would be. And so we have to have different labels for Sweden. That's gotcha. That's fun. Cool, 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 cool. All that right. Is, the next time crazy. you're in, you're in let's see if you can get like what is it, the blue and yellow flag on there. I'm sure. Yeah. But that's incorporated now. Any. That's fantastic. I, I love the Muppets. Fun fact about John. I actually enjoyed them as well. There you go. Um, design process. I want the two of you to talk it out in terms of different uh-huh. styles and you know start to finish. Does the beer come first? Does the label come way down the line? We'll start with Tyler. Oh, well, no, don't start when it me. should come versus when it comes are two different stories, John. <laughs> I'm, not a, <laughs> I'm not a good one to start with. I would rather be like, oh, Jeremy says this. And, okay, oh, so, uh, uh, Jeremy, 
most is most trained of, for this. I'm not. Well, <laughs> despite my training, uh, most of the time the concept for the beer comes first. Okay. So someone downstairs comes upstairs and like we yeah, got X, our, Y, and Z. Our, uh, brew crew combined with the sales team kind of like plan out what beers we're going to have for the year um, for distro. Um, there's always local brewery-only releases that we just pop out whenever. But so is this like six months or a year, a full I year mean, in advance? Ideally, it would be a full year, but it's sure. usually a little tighter time yeah. frame. And uh, luckily, this past year, uh, I didn't really have too many new designs to do, but oftentimes the the beer itself and the name kind of are the the inspiration for the label, but we also do several series of beer. Series? Series. So we've now had two of our own words. Yeah. I like this. So that that makes my job a little easier because if it's going to be a new Deadhead beer or a new Wild Sour series beer, I already have those templates done and it's basically just changing colors and words and right. to make the label. So that's pretty simple. Fantastic. Uh, do you have like a backlog of stuff that you kind of might use in the future or is it all from scratch um no i do i mean every time i come out with a new label they like to see three different concepts so i'll make three different labels um and then the other two that don't make the cut are just saved sure for future yeah and possibly so throw them back maybe into a... i can recycle them into something mm-hmm. else down the road because i've already put time and work into it so it's it's a lot nicer to use something I've already done than to start from scratch again. And Tyler, industry. I think we should start having three concepts. Oh, <laughs> oh do we? I think I should start getting the year lead time. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Both Instead fair. of like, hey, we're doing this beer, so and we're gonna can it. <laughs> yeah, what do you want the label? Well, it's in the fermenter. Well, in all fairness, so we we're supposed now. to be canning anything right now, but uh, you know, I mean, Tyler's face when Jeremy said three, three options, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, no, you're no. not. You're Got lucky to. to get the one. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, but we do go back and forth with like what we like or don't like, so it's a little bit easier for me. It's not like I'm I'm in an office, you know. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, whatever comes to my mind, I'm going to yeah. do three different ones. Like he's usually like sitting right next to me. Yeah, before Keg Grove opens, typically at three o'clock, the two of you are posted up at the bar or bar up here. here. Yeah. One yeah. Or, or, yeah, well, we have, we have before a, the space was what it yes, was. Yes, yes, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. Taj, right? It's, for us, it's just a collaborative. We come up with an idea, we get a concept, and then I usually say, just make something simple happen like that. And then he's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> and, you know, he, he's coming up with some really amazing things, especially moving forward, and I couldn't be happier. It's proud papa right there. That's right. That's not my dear. This little guy shaved his beard off. No, I got no beard. like a young gent. Yeah, so anybody who doesn't know, you may see seen this a couple weeks ago if you come in the brewery, but Tyler shaved again, and it is messing us up. Like yeah. It's like when I cut all my hair off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so shocks. you're up next. You're going to shave your beard? I feel like nah. uh, hair transitions are the nah. theme. Well, I mean, I could get summer. some hair plugs, maybe. <laughs> maybe some hair plugs would work for me. Yeah, you know, Maybe we can plug some of the grays and put them up here. Summer of Jeff Wiggs. That's right. Yeah. I want to go for a gray mullet. You know, move my gray hairs up. I'm all for yeah. that. Yeah. So doing the beard come over? That's right. The yes. Oh, the beard, the beard all the way up and over? Yeah. That would be a statement. 
coming. So, so uh, I'm going to have to talk to my wife about that and tell her, and, hey, guess what we're doing? <laughs> so we discussed the design aspect of it all. Um, you're working a little bit more hands-on downstairs. Now, we're talking about an hour leeway from a hypothetical schedule. Now, are you six months prior to that in terms of coming up beers, or are we on... Uh, I mean, I my my daily schedule is pretty much pretty much all the same. It's just I'm testing different stuff. So I work in the lab over there. Uh, it's the it's the part of the brewing process that make people's eyes glaze over when you try to explain it. So, Amen. Oh yeah, bacteria. Right. <laughs> Come back around in two sleep. minutes on the podcast. And <laughs> yes. But if you smell it, you'll know it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, every day I, I pretty much do all the same things. When, whenever we have a beer that's ready to go in a bright tank, I test the bright tank. Uh, after it's been canned, I test the cans. When it's going through uh, the brewing process, I pull samples and test those. Just make sure everything's right and nothing's contaminated. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I do in a nutshell. Brew school? I mean, biology degree? Uh, I have a degree in biology for my ISU. Was yeah. this always the game plan, or is this just one of those luck of the draw, like, uh, oh, wow, distills, so, I can work in beer? This is incredible. Yeah, well, uh, I originally went to college for education, to okay. secondary science education. <laughs> uh, and I found out in my junior year, very conveniently, that I wasn't for that. Cool. Uh, Convenient timing. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> talked to an advisor. I was just like, I just, want, I just need to get a degree. It's too late for me to, like, change out and do anything mm-hmm. else because I'm not paying for my college. So, let's just get this done. I can get a different job somewhere else. Right. So, I just ended up getting a straight uh, biology degree. And then I ended up working at State Farm doing tech support. Um, did that for... Very biological. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very well, I'm sure you found some stuff on the phones, right? <laughs> so the, the, the State Farm leaving State Farm to go work in beer is a, a continuous theme from the last it, it time really we had is a brewery. Actually, it's a yeah. kind of theme in the, in the industry. It is a little theme, isn't it? Uh, but I mean, well, yeah. I mean, they're the biggest employer in right. the area. Right. Not to throw statistics. Yeah. <laughs> from the chemist. Anyway. Statistics from the chemist. Science with a biology. Sorry that made everybody's eyes. No, you're good. Um, can we talk about tasting panels for a minute, Tim? Hundred mm. percent. Oh, yeah. Like Sign us up. That's, I, that's probably the most fun part of my job. I, like I got to experience this. the tasting panels for a while um, until I started to get behind, and Matt said, "Jeremy, you don't need to be doing this. You need to be working on things." So. That's fair. But I had to let him go. Yeah, and, and I'm not sure exactly how they have. So basically, you went and talked to Matt to tell Jeremy you gotta go. Well, uh, I will neither confirm nor not. Fair. I'm not sure how they've transitioned through the times of COVID, um, but I know you guys don't come upstairs to the conference room anymore yeah. and do tasting panels. Oof. Yeah. So what we used to do, so uh, for every every batch of beer that gets canned, we pull a can for each month of its shelf life. So if it's a year long. Shelf life, we pull 12 cans, store them in, a, in the warehouse, and then every month we'll sample one can all the way through. And we have like 180 cans or something that we have to taste through. So it's, it becomes a big chore. So the more people we have tasting, the better. So we, what we would used to do is have like 
a table like this and have four or five people tasting through, <clears throat> I don't know, eight, eight different beers every day. Uh, and that's that's a good way to do it because you get more people's input. Correct. You know, but and then COVID hit and we we couldn't be next to each other, so yeah, we had to we had to kind of adjust and figure out how to do things a little bit better. Um, so what we ended up doing was just I signed people a can, uh, and they would they would taste it and fill out their their panel uh, and let me know like does it smell okay? Does it like does it generally represent what it's supposed to yeah. as a brand uh, and they would just do that whenever whenever they had time because I would just write their name on it put it in the cooler let them know hey you got a panel and then uh, yeah we've been we've been doing that for over a year now pre-COVID it's, though it's been working out alright that's cool back in your day did you spit or you just you get to sample everything well I mean <laughs> there. Because you're tasting some beers that were stored warm and some are stored cold. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the warm stored beers are not that great. And so people think, like, anyone who didn't work there, if they happen to be, like, walking by and they'd see us all with our table full of beers that we're all pouring samples, they're like, oh, this looks like a great job. And I'm like, no. Like, most <laughs> it's of... the misconception. Yeah, yeah, not all the beers that I'm tasting are delicious. And so sometimes you're just like, ooh. I'm working. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they were all like blind samples, even though like knowing the beers that we produce, I could pretty yeah. much right. tell what the beer was. But sometimes with like hazy IPAs or things, I couldn't determine at that point what it originally was. Totally. Because they all start to get like the same flavors. And yeah. Gross. yeah. Like, I mean, no, I just... You. So that was like my least favorite time of the day, and it was like then after you're done, you're like now I need to get this taste out of my mouth. I need like a fresh, delicious beer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thankfully you have some of the best food in town as yes, well. Yes, no doubt. Uh, you are a key component of I forget what the name of the Facebook group, but it originated back in the day of when COVID first initially started. Everything is like Blono curbside. curbside. Yes. You're all over, brother. Yes. I love it. There's, well, it's always good to see I what Jerry's posting. No choice because that was literally our only way of doing business. So I'm like, I need to make sure everybody knows what we have because yes. this is how they have to come get it is curbside. And every business was competing for curbside business at yeah. that time. So I was like, I just need to make sure that I'm putting distill in people's head every day. My wife and I did it a couple times, no doubt. It was uh, it was a good, well, it was a bad time, but it was good to see community supporting community. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that was the best. That was the best thing that came out of COVID is yeah. that sense of community, yeah. and I think it's still carrying. I mean, it, it's everybody's fantastic. Oh I mean, yeah, that's I, the strongest part. I mean, people have been raring to go back out to eat. Yeah, and I mean, we got like. A little taste of it last summer when everyone could like right. eat outside, yes. and it was like, yes, I'm not sitting in my living room eating like soggy food in a carryout box. Mm-hmm. It's like fresh again. Mm-hmm. And then we had like another little curbside only again. Yeah, we you know? did. <laughs> but now, like, yeah, now that we are back open, uh, almost full capacity. Well, when this goes on, we'll have been open. Yeah. But yes, as of this coming Friday, right? Everything changes. Oh, yeah, the 11th, right? Yeah. Yeah, everything so, changes. Yeah, I mean, our, the business 
we uh, have had plenty of. We're not hurting for business. We're hurting for staff, which is the, kind of the common, Amen. It's a messed the up common thread amongst all businesses, really, even outside of the food industry. Like mm-hmm. everyone's hiring. Yeah. It's crazy. Yes. Pay yeah. more money. I've never <laughs> yeah. seen. I've never seen we this want many fifty jobs, bucks right? an hour. Yeah. Uh, like fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's definitely a tricky part right now. I mean, we're lucky we're small, and most of our employees have a full-time job, and they do this on the side. 100%. Lucky, like I said, lucky, because it's hard. I mean, I wouldn't even know where to find somebody if we needed them. It's it's a tough world out there. Are you guys back to seven days a week yet, or is that still... Uh, No, the bureau is still only Thursday through Sunday, Uh, and then the restaurant is closed on Wednesday. But check their social media because by the time this airs, you never know. You never know. You never know. You never know. As soon as I know, you'll know. Right. I will be given the go ahead to change our hours, make a post. (laughs) Right. Uh, outside of beer can design, I mean, are you? I mean, you guys have both the brewery and the restaurant menus, things along those lines. Are you a little bit of everything when it comes to everything visually with the yeah, steel? Yeah, I mean, anything that has our logo on it, I have done. Like menus, digital ads on our untapped boards, like signage, um, t-shirts, koozies, hats. So I have to ask, the deadhead, is it you? Uh, no, it kind of just turned out to be me. I get you. Uh, initially... <laughs> if we r- rip away the flesh, I'm right? telling you, the, f- the first time I think you and I were yeah. in high V or some of the stocking cans, yeah. it was shortly after, like, we just got Blu-ray can, and I never really looked at beer cans the way I do now, and I was walking by and I saw a deadhead, and I'm like... <laughs> Jeremy drew himself as a skull. <laughs> I'm like, that is, that is Jeremy. I'm like, I know it's him. It's just like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it was actually based loosely off of Jason Bratcher. Okay. Um, our COO initially. Just yeah. A great. A glorious. He has a glorious beard. A yeah, beard. a glorious beard. Deadhead initially was a double red IPA. So okay. I had, there was a red beard based off of JD. Gotcha. Uh, but then I went through several concepts of labels and we ended up on one that was kind of just a black label with tie-dye the skull was tie-dyed and the letters were tie-dyed so there was no color to the beard anymore gotcha then when we moved to the deadhead ipa series then i made the beard black and that's when people were like is that you right it wasn't never intended to be me it just kind of turned out so you should just start saying yes it is (laughs) yes it is i am yes job perk so i want to see tim on a can now you know maybe on lawnmower days or something you know yeah we missed this year but do you wear a lab coat in like the tasting room or anything along those lines i i do not they sanitize sanitize everything they uh as a joke, got me a lab coat. Uh, maybe, no, yeah, they got me a lab coat before I was working in the lab. Okay. So uh, that was the joke, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm the joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, it's well, too hot nice. to wear that thing. Oh, I believe it's that. It's like, it goes down to your knees, it's long sleeve. You gotta wear it over whatever you're wearing. Well, no, so, that. so that's another point we were talking about before we started is temperature. Yeah. So here at Keg Grove, we're an open concept. Mm-hmm. So whether we're brewing or canning or doing anything, we can crank the air down to 60, we can crank the heat up to 80, whatever we wanna do. We've got that. But yeah. we've also headed your way 
to pick up beer before and open the door and everybody's like gasping at the hot air coming in because it's cooler than it's inside. Cooler outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's it really gets kind of crazy and it's I'm glad I'm not on the floor anymore. Yeah. It's just it gets miserable. I mean, your your boys and girls, they're they're dedicated. I mean, every yeah. time we go, I feel so bad. They're you, they're sweating, but they're working, and I, I, can't I understand. Even imagine the cost to cool that oh. space. Oh, so that no, so so full honestly, absolutely, that's a great point. <laughs> is that your space is so vast and huge? I yeah, and when you're fighting against tanks that are boiling and hot water tanks, I mean, there's just so much you're fighting against. Can you guys talk for someone that hypothetically doesn't know, like, scale difference between sizes? Uh, they're like a gazillion times bigger. <laughs> so, yeah. Our, One uh, billion dollars. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. But this is our brew system. Our keg is there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, our, our ceilings are probably in the low spot, 30 35 feet. Uh, and they only get taller at like a 35 degree angle, so right. know, like 65 feet tall. Right. Uh, Spoken so, like a true scientist. Right. And really, really traps a lot of hot air. Uh, right. Like the brew system is like in its own kind of different part of the building, so like it's under a different ceiling. Uh, the exhaust fan is right there and it pumps out all that hot air, but oh, then we cool. still have like all the radiative, radiative heat from the sun hitting the roof. So they brew 60 barrels at a time. I was going to say, they brew capacity seven. in a summer... You guys fill 280 barrel oh, fermenters? I think that's the biggest right now. What's the, like, 240? You guys are and we out. fill the most 15 barrel fermenters. I mean, yeah, okay. their, their volume is astronomical. I mean, we, we bow to them, John. <laughs> we, sure. we bow to what they do. I mean, no, seriously, they, they're a beautiful source in central Illinois that... I don't think enough people appreciate enough. Sure. Yeah. Without I mean, the still, we would not have oh, Holy without, Jeans in a can. Yeah, without you guys, yeah, we wouldn't have Holy Jeans in a can. We wouldn't have had other beers in a can before now. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't, I mean, even canning-wise, you know, you guys have everything necessary in support, in yeah. support the community. Unbelievable. Well, it's just like the you White know. Oak guys said when they were on. Yes. It's like, we all try to support everybody. We got That's a fan it. of the show. Saying, there you go. I did my homework today. There you go. There you go. I watched there seven episodes this morning in the lab. No, you're absolutely right, Tim. I mean, that, and that's the biggest thing is it's 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 a community. And, you know, sometimes I forget that, too, when we're talking to even other breweries out of town. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I can't get this shit. I can't do that. And I'm like, shut your mouth. Don't answer. Don't answer. Don't answer. Well, we're thankful to have to still because there's a pipeline always coming to town. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, it's not, a, it doesn't make it hugely easier, but I mean, there's a, there's definitely aspects of, oh yeah, I can get that because still's got a truck coming in and you know, I mean, well, it's possible. Yeah. Before COVID, it was way easier. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Still's yeah. been a giant, I mean, I've been in town for the last two and a half years. I don't know the backstory of when that massive You've only been here two and a half years. Three years Labor Day, yeah. Oh, um, your what, birthday's coming. Like, what's the the, the, um, the elevator pitch backstory of what Distill is and was? Well, um, I'll try to make it. Let's as pretend as we get stuck in the elevator. <laughs> I like that. I, I like that. <laughs> oh, no, the power's out. Oh, um, I mean, the restaurant location is where everything started. Right? Okay. Um, and that opened in 2007. Okay. Um, on Black Friday. Oh, mm. yeah. Um, and... So all of the beer that was brewed for Distill was brewed there okay. in that brewery at the restaurant. Um, and then um, 
a few years down the road, we started kind of dabbling in, in distributing. I think Wisconsin was the first state that we started to distribute in, and we went to uh, the Great American Beer Fest in 2011, and people were, like, lining up for our sour beer, and it was insane. And so we were just, you know, like a little brew pub that brews beer and we had this long line of people so obviously Matt was like uh, let's try to like scale up a little bit yeah. so that's when I think probably the conversation started about making a production facility because it, the space we had in the restaurant was not a lot especially to produce more beer than besides just the need of the restaurant so across the street, um, behind Brad Barker Honda on GE Road, there's some warehouses there where there's now a trampoline park. Uh-huh. Yep. Directly across from the trampoline park was our brewery, and uh, and those warehouses on GE Road and yeah, nice silo. Yeah, yes. that was the only reason yes. you would know there was a brewery there is because our silo was outside and it said distilled brewery. Yes, it did. There was no. Came on. Yeah, I brought my yeah. bike there. I think That's... there's like a sign shop there now. Or yeah, I think they be. moved. It's a sign that the sign shop moved. It, <laughs> it could like be. The only it could be. That yes. space now. So we were there um, uh, until we m- built the new brewery and it opened in May of 2017. Okay. So for three and a half years, we were brewing beer at that location, but. Uh, there were a lot of limitations. Uh, we didn't have, the ceilings were not tall, so we couldn't get bigger tanks in. Also, the garage doors weren't that big, so we couldn't even get bigger tanks in that way. So we were limited, um, both by the ceiling and the, the width of the doors. I mean, that's an unbelievable pace. I mean, it, it's also the industry in the heyday, right? I yeah. Mean, yeah. You, oh, what a, I mean, it's just so cool, like, you know... Just hearing what you're saying is just... Well, you guys... Oh, I felt that. I thought a, you guys were being bored by the history no, that you guys already know. No, it's amazing. No, we're I mean, taking honestly, it in. No, it's <laughs> an amazing story. We're quiet, we're listening. So we're talking. We're, we're three years in now, and I mean, it, it's hard. But yeah. I mean, what you guys saw and did and accomplished is amazing. I mean, I, I was just a bystander for so long, because yeah. I mean, we were just either not brewing or brewing in my driveway or something, and then... Down the road, it just keeps progressing. But, I mean, it's just an amazing story. And it's such a, I don't know, pillar to the community. You uh, know what I, mean? I yeah. don't know how long Chad and the little Beaver team's been in town, but Brian and the White Oak team have been here, and you guys don't have So, yeah, Chad opened just, just before us. Okay. Uh, about, so, I think, in October before us. So, you mean, guys were the first real yeah. pillar of beer yeah. in town. Yeah. How I long mean, have you been with Distill? You speak I have as been with Distill since, since the 2012. Okay. okay. Um, I was a bartender and server. Yeah. And uh, then in 2014, they asked me to come over to the brewery to do design. Sweet. Which I was happy to do because I was home brewing just so that I could design labels for my beer. Oh, like, cool. super Honestly, cool. I didn't even care so much about how the beer turned out. I just wanted to make labels for the so beer. So I think we need some of those labels to yeah, show for sure. for this episode. Oh, there's, there's a good Through one called Poppy Poppy. Poppy Poppy. Oh, that, right. uh, 
Um, and I also, I saw my memories the other day. There was one that I made called Raspberry Beret, and it was like a Prince Yeah, dude, tribute. that's awesome. It was yeah. a raspberry wheat. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Everyone makes a raspberry wheat. Like, that was just uh, something record, easy Kate I could Grove do. Has Jeremy not made a raspberry wheat. Oh, you have it. Uh, yeah. every, every home brewer does. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Every home brewer has. It covers yes. up all your problems. Yeah. Yes. I, wasn't, I will not say that my home brewing skills were great by any means, but... Then finally I got it. This tastes a little weird. Let's add some fruit. Yeah. Well, that is it. the escape. No, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Damn it, Timmy. We, we, had a beer we make crappy beer and cover it up with fruit all the time. No. We had a beer our first year that we covered up with fruit. No doubt that that happened. Uh, I guarantee you probably every brewery has done that. Every oh, I remember sending my wife, Jen, go to the grocery store and buy as many mixed berry packs of frozen fruit as you can. It's going in. And it wasn't bad. It just it stalled and it just, what do you do, right? Yeah, it happens. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, well, so you and I didn't. Might have liked yes, it, you but, and I uh, never liked that beer, but because one of the mixed beers was strawberries. Mm-hmm. And strawberries, to me, especially in beer, can have a very. Medicinal? Yeah, it's Plastic. just, yeah, yeah. And um, it just, yeah. So, but the name was fun. The day after today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So Jeff made once. Jeff, Jeff goes, "Hey, I got a name for this beer." And I'm like, "Yeah, what?" And he's like, "The day after today," and I'm like, "Brewers doing something." And I'm like, "So tomorrow?" Yeah, yeah exactly. that's the point. And I'm like, "Exactly, it's tomorrow." All right, write it down. Text can off. Nowadays we would have dumped that beer, um, but you learn. That's it. Well, and right when you get started off, you gotta you have to sell everything. Well, you, you guys are talking about your testing panels. I remember. The first batches we did, we had every fermenter full, five fermenters full, and every day I came in and I tested every single one. See where they're at. And I tasted Yes, before yeah. 8 a.m. every day I had a yeah. buzz just from doing a little sample of each one. I'm like, I he can't was, do this. He was texting me. What is what sample size is your little? Sample? Oh, they were little. They're they're <laughs> just well. I mean, Jeff Little or is I mean, so it's in a graduated cylinder, and I took a nice. You know, yeah, that's hard to measure. Yeah, yeah. it's a hard to measure. So. <laughs> and then he's second guessing himself, mm. so he does it again. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I don't know. But no, I, I remember my dad even was here in town. He came with me one day. He's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, I just no. have a lot of beers. <laughs> I may need to eat some breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you. Right. I mean, seriously, back then in those days, we slept. We came here. We were here. We went home. We slept. Slept, came here. I mean, it was, that's all we did. We were here or sleeping, and that was it. Because passion, no yeah. chaos, money, <laughs> lack thereof, <laughs> debt. <laughs> yes, I mean, I, I certainly think that that this this passion Matt had for sour beers um, yeah. kind of helped fuel our growth because it was not uh, a widely made style like 100%. not a lot of breweries made sours so that uh the saint to care barrel age sours were actually our first sours that we made at the brew pub and then we kind of reverse engineered that process to make the wild sour series which was a kettle sour but that was like an up and down like learning curve process right. too where we had some uh bad batches of beer yeah and I think that's that's the biggest thing that I think a lot of people don't know. It doesn't matter what size you are. Sometimes there's just a bad freaking yeah. batch. Well, especially matches. when you're doing something you've never done before and you're just yep. making it up as you go. Sometimes it doesn't work. No doubt. Nope. Do you try to do it scale or do you just grip it and rip it? I mean, well, scaling up 
even yeah. from the restaurant Confirm. to the the smaller brewery at GE Road, sometimes just you can't just simply scale up the no, recipe. It's not and, a multiplier; it's more of a. And curve. then yeah. when you're trying to work with wild yeast and things like that, then it's even more like mm-hmm. uh, a little harder to control. Yeah, because especially with the the kettle sour, because you're you're doing everything when it's still uh, not been boiled and uh, not fermented, so you don't have all the alcohol in there to act as a preservative. So it's open to a degree to the environment, <clears throat> and so that means like oxygen's getting in there, uh, whatever else comes in on the air through the vents. And then that that just creates a whole environment where, like, if the scales tip too far one way or the other, you you get you get a good beer, or if they go too far the the other side, you get something that smells a little bit like uh, toe jam or bile. Put some or, fruit in it. You'll be all right. Yeah. But. Well, sometimes fruit can't cover, and those yes. are the times when you really just have to, to cut your losses. We still we still have that problem. Today at the brewery, sometimes like we, I don't know, like six eight months ago, we had a batch when the the brewers were starting to boil it. it just smelled like bile in the brewery, and we were just like, you know what? We just gotta we just gotta cut our losses and dump this one. Yeah. because because even even if it fermented out and got fruited, and we try to do all the things that you can do, like. The customer would still taste that, and that would ruin their experience yeah. for that beer and for our brewery. Yeah. And they would be like, "They don't know what they're doing over there." I'm gonna go over here, yeah. try a different beer. So, do you ever have a day where you just walk around and swab stuff around the brewery just to look at it under a microscope? Uh, not so much. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> so, the, only I, the only reason I ask is so, like Matt, uh, who would be our you yeah. here, right? Uh, we were talking one day about uh, we were brewing. And we were talking about the masks. You know, everybody's wearing the mask. And, like, they get thrown on the floor in your car and you put it back on and you do this. And, and yeah. Matt and Jeff, and we were all saying, they're like, man, I'd like to see what would grow off of that mask if you swab it and, like, put it. You, you don't know. want to look at yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, really? like It looked like Jeremy and I's beard. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Is that With a little fuzz. Yeah. With a little fuzz. You would, not, you would not want to look. Yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, all... Like, out in the air, there's everything. There's everything that you that you don't know about Dark is out there. Yeah. yeah. And the world, you know. <laughs> we can talk yeah. about aliens if we need to. Conspiracy theorists uh, don't right here. Me. Don't start you know? on me. Like, even, even just on your skin. Like, there's yeah. hundreds of thousands of uh, millions of bacteria just crawling around in your like in your gut like are you gloved up i mean not to throw you guys under the rug in terms of your health and safety standards but the way that so beer by itself is food safe and non uh uh what's the word not uh 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 pathogenic sure so the the processes that it goes through it gets boiled which kills off almost everything that could survive in that, except for like a, a thermophile. Big word. Big college word. <laughs> oh, oh, we got a college yeah. over here. Hey, I got eight years of junior college under my belt. You watch your mouth. Uh, uh, there's also a, a big pH change, so uh, the environment becomes way more acidic, and then you have alcohol being produced, 
So right there you've got, it's uh, exposed to high temperatures, uh, very, or fairly acidic environment, uh, and then a bunch of alcohol, and then it goes under quite a bit of pressure, so you have uh, even more, uh, you get carbonic acid from the CO2. That creates a little bit more acid in the beer, uh, but then you've got the, the pressure that some things just can't withstand. So everything's got a fart, you know. <laughs> Amen, John. Amen. Yeah. See, like listening to Tim talk, like I wish they would have told me more about like you could do this brewery you thing. Be a scientist and because like I sucked at yeah. science because I never paid attention and it, it never like connected with me. But like context. Yeah. 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 Yes. Like, listen, to you. I'm just. I'm not like about to fall asleep. I'm like, <laughs> like, holy. Like, this, this is actually smarter. Like, this is I actually interesting. <laughs> like, I, I could have passed. <laughs> yeah. Science class. <laughs> well, I feel like uh, not to tangent too far, but I feel like that's a a thing. Like every student ever has always asked. Well, Why? when am I going to use this in yep. real life? Right. Yeah. I feel like 10%. I feel like if more edu- not not to say that educators are not fully equipped for that question because they are. It's just that the students are not equipped to hear and receive. Yeah. The, the, I don't see the big question. picture either. Yeah. Yeah. They have. I mean, they have no idea. They don't know all of the industries that are out there. They don't know how anything would apply to anything. It's tough though when you even tell a child like. So I was in elementary school, a little different, and we'd be doing, like, uh, right triangles and mm-hmm. Pythagorean theorem and everything, and it's legit. Yeah. I was it's, elementary? It's like, well, it's stair treads and stuff. <laughs> well, I was fifth grade and whatnot, but, but I mean, it's just, I mean, that it is a very practical skill that I've used many times in my life at home, you know, building stair treads, building my deck, you know, you got to find, what's, what's the length of that side? But we all do have a TI eighty three with us like every day now. No, no, you never have I know that a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Well, I'm just talking about my sixth grade teacher. Like, you're never gonna have a calculator right, right here in my backpack. There you go. <laughs> uh, you guys do one of my favorite things in town in terms of live music, oh, and you've been one wonderful. of the only spots to give that back to the community. Currently, and I'm talking about that soundboard concert series. I think uh, we're we're uniquely uh, positioned to be able to do that too, with the the current environment and a know, gorgeous like, setting. I yeah. Mean, yeah, let's be straight. I mean, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, we we started that in uh, I want to say 2018. 2018, I think. Yeah. Okay. Soundboard was the very first Deadhead IPA series beer that we made, and it was a okay. IPA. That's where that comes from. Yeah. So um, now it's a locale hazy. It's evolved. You have a pain. But anyway, uh, <laughs> um, so we Sorry. we just named the, the concert series that, and then. Um, with us only being able to have like outdoor service last year, it kind of worked out well because everyone was super bummed that there was no concerts, no yeah. live music, and even I mean, especially the artists that that's kind of their livelihood. Uh, yeah. It was great to be able to be able to give that back and feel somewhat normal. And this year is even better, right? Um, because now uh, music's starting to pop up in more places. No doubt. 
But you can name names if you'd like. You don't have to. But uh, you got any good stories in terms of some soundboards that were cranked up to 11 from time to time? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I will... I, this is the only story that I really know. Because uh, I'm not always at every show. Sure. Uh, but there are some houses behind the brewery. Um, and even more being built now. But there was a... A woman who was not a fan of the music Mm. that we were having at the brewery and called the police almost every single time we had a show Mm. to the point where they would come out and they're like, we just have to come out here. (laughs) It's not, our shows never run late. Right, you're within the curfews. They're currently 7 to 9 p.m., so we're not having music. It's still light outside. (laughs) To your defense, there are regulated curfews for that kind of stuff. And we're all aware. We know what time it is. So we, you know, we, and even like just sometimes having wedding receptions in our barrel room, the DJ and the bass from his speakers, she would call the police. That's going to be interesting for the barrels of beer. And she, yeah, I mean. (laughs) There are studies on that. (laughs) I'd like to learn more about that. Like what it does, like vibrating inside the barrel. Like we've got a big speaker we can put right next to. Shaking our barrel again. Is it good for or bad? Because, yeah, we can shake (laughs) them. We can shake them. I think it is uh, a positive effect because it, uh, the sound waves move the yeast. Oh, oh, yeah. So, like, keeps them in susp- suspension a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. So you see a bunch of like millions of yeasts in Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like they did, like they did, like like heavy metal, classical. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh the my classical, god. Put some ska on. Is, you know, and, nice and, and people think the brewers don't have fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we found that yeast go crazy for Cardi B. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's your slip this week. What ass beer? <laughs> I think that's what you meant, right? Yeah. Wet ass beer. That's a new uh, beer name. Yeah, yeah. Wet ass beer. <laughs> wob. <laughs> wob. We got that new wob on a kangaroo. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jeremy. We totally, no. totally, uh, yes. Well, luckily, I I haven't heard any stories of her calling the police anymore. We did have one of her neighbors reach out to us on social media and apologize. Oh, because man. her and her family love coming over they love what we have to offer yeah. and they have a great time and she did explain a little bit that this woman had her she owned her yes and <laughs> then her, how she here she had like a, a history of alcoholism in her family uh, so she was very like okay. anti alcohol I mean obviously so we are I think it was probably more so she did not want this brewery in her neighborhood yeah. and so she was trying to what came here. first Karen, chicken or yeah. the egg the, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, has anyone ever ended up in the lake? Ooh, uh, not that I know. We have ended up on the lake. Uh, Ooh, frozen. A couple, yeah, a couple years ago when we got that really deep freeze that came through. Uh, when Reggie was still working there, uh, he he brought his auger in and just <laughs> just to see how deep it was. And oh, it was, Reggie! It was like I love Reggie. <laughs> 16 inches, uh, right, right by oh, the. Oh, hey, that's thick. Really? It's only like four inches or four feet deep. Okay. Till like, till you get to where the, uh, uh, the the culverts come in. Okay. Uh, and then it gets to be like I don't know, 10, 10, 
15, I'm surprised the White Oak guys didn't find out. You just see a bunch of little shit out there with red. Animals. Because according to Scott, we're having fireworks out there. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. I think you'd need to more pass that with uh, the, the big wood pile over there at uh, Menard's. Right. So we all know that's not happening, but... Uh, Hey, we can go it's fun to talk about. It is, and I like how he threw you guys under the bus right away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. We'll, we'll just do it at the still. Yeah. <laughs> it's Scott's birthday. What, yeah, right? what I want to do with that lake is get like a, a paddle boat Ooh. thing where it's like a party paddle boat. Yeah. And everybody runs it. I like and it. And a bar on the boat. Oh, yeah. So it's like yeah, the bikes. It's like the, the pedal bikes, bikes but you just get a pontoon instead and just yeah. make people act I like, like they're doing yeah, work. I know you yeah. don't. You like motors. <laughs> well, I <laughs> you do. You ain't doing any work. Well, he <laughs> first off, I <laughs> like the theory. The right. yeah. I said yeah. I like the theory. Yeah. You're the guy on the pedal bike it. that's not pedaling. Well, they have motors in those things. Have you ever looked under there? Fun fact, no one's actually driving that No, nobody. It's just a bunch of drunk people pedaling. Same thing, exactly. Yeah. Put a little troll motor, you're all set. Yeah, just uh, you know, you pay for an hour, you take a couple of laps around the lake. That's a great bachelorette party situation, oh. yeah. And then somebody's it's gonna fall in. We do the podcast on there, Ooh, podcast yeah. live on Lake Distill. As one of our regulars calls it, Lake Beery. Lake Beery. Yeah. Ooh, Lake Beery. But like we, that. that's not that technically falls outside of our property line, so uh, yeah. that would be the only hang Does up. Does it have a technical mm. name? No, it's just. I feel as though there needs to be some Lake Beery distilled merch yeah. coming our way this summer. Mm. If we, I mean, if we could uh, Deadhead Pond, to, yeah. I don't think anyone's gonna fight us. I think if we should wanted go to, pond to do that. Or, uh, Menards isn't gonna be like, pond. no, well, we were planning a lumber walk. <laughs> a well, lumber you can walk. use all, all Menards lumber to build your pontoon boat. We were right? having log roll competitions <laughs> out there. I'm all for that. Let's make that a festival, though. Uh, Menards uh, log roll weekend. Yeah. And then Furniture Row is like, well, we were gonna put couches on traps <laughs> and use it. <laughs> This you guys, like you guys can uh, get some kegs, link some kegs together, and just get some paddles. We thought about it many times. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just Have making our own like regalia. Absolutely. Because well, we those kegs would hold. We had when we had the one and only field day beer fest. <laughs> uh, we had thought about like having like a some sort of like the boat races where yeah. you build your own little boat. And yes. And do that, but then. It just like seemed something about insurance. Yeah, it seemed uh, a little bit uh, risky. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah. well, we talked about this with people. the White Oak guys. We need to get the Beer Olympics back. To yeah, that yes. those insurance guys crush everybody's dreams. They really do. Insurance. <laughs> if you're mm. listening, cut off. And others. <laughs> no, he's not. No. He's, he's doing insurance stuff. He's yeah. downstairs right now bouncing around. He's down there not approving yes. somebody for. Uh, I hear fun being had. <laughs> yes. Let me put an end to that. Actually, the worst is he will encourage it and then bail. Shut it all down? No, bail. Uh, not even right. shut it down. He'll just bail like, I never saw it, didn't know it happened. I'm okay with that, you know? But then the I'll, real insurance guys can come and shut us down. You heard nothing. I'm for the Brewery Olympics, though. Yes! Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It could be a lot of fun. I mean, if you look at us, you can tell that we're all elite athletes. Oh, we are yeah. totally yes. elite athletes. Zero I, ACLs. I, I excel in the rocking chair <laughs> category. 
who can sit in the chair the longest. Yeah. I feel this yes. is definitely yes. a category. Yeah. It's yes. like the one like the dealerships used to have, like the who could hold their hand on their car Just longest. The if car. you let him sit down, nobody's beating I'm him. I'm staying, buddy. Not going anywhere. You can't go to the bathroom. He I, doesn't have to, especially if he doesn't drink beer. If I don't drink beer, I can. Even if I was drinking beer, and it was a competition like that, I if we all start out at the same time, yeah, we start at the same time, doesn't matter. All right, yeah, I was like pee my pants. You know, you don't have to go. <laughs> well, there is that too. Call me Miles Davis. I, as, long as, as long as I don't own the sh- chair, I mean, yeah. <laughs> just give me one with the weed. Uh, yeah, I have no shame. No shame. That's all right. I'm here for the W, baby. Uh, yep, we're here for the W. <laughs> <laughs> that eclipse is mine. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> Couldn't you just like put on a diaper? <laughs> well, you could. Well, that would be thinking ahead. Yeah. I've heard that's what people do when they go to Times Square on New Year's Eve. I, that because makes you're not allowed in sense. or out of the area, so that's people wear diapers and just pee themselves. I mean, that's a terrible thing too, right? I mean, like, so yeah. Just uh, to count from ten to one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, this is all hearsay. I've never been. I don't know. I wouldn't I, even go. It's too like, many people. Yeah. There's no shuffling around and all that. You would chaos. think they would have but is, 1,700 porta potties there, right? <laughs> but you, but you it doesn't work on TV. You see, you, you want to be up front by um, Dick Clark's ghost, yeah. right? Ryan Seacrest. Is, oh, yes, it's Ryan. Name. Yes, yes. Just get a spot close to the drain. And, you know, <laughs> yes. Pour a little spot. Just pee right into the gutter. There Pee-ing you go. The drain, baby. Come I don't think around. I'll ever be in Times Square for New Year's, but yeah. if I happen to be there, I'm gonna, that's all I'm going to think about. How many of these people are wearing diapers? Are you kidding me? This year we're watching TV thinking, you know what Jeremy said. All these idiots are wearing diapers right now. Look at her. She got diaper into those yoga pants. You can tell. She's got her foam <laughs> finger pooping her pants over here. Well, that's, it's winter time, say, so you've got heavy coats on. No one knows what you got on. Now I'm warm. On that note, Happy New Year, gang. Uh, gentlemen, uh, thank you for coming out for two beers in. Um, so yeah, the second con- beer really started to hit me about halfway through. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we pick up some speed. Uh, summer concert series continues at Distills Brewery. You can find all those details on Facebook. But uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. I love this. I, I made up one day sitting downstairs day. drinking beer, and I saw the sign. Mm-hmm. I saw the sign. <laughs> <laughs> it opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. Thinking about kick Yes. <laughs> All right, so I made up this jingle for you guys, and you can use this for free. And it goes, Keg Grove Brewing Co. Community first, beer first. I like it. Game it's, like a, it's like a bank yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Nathan and I were just sitting at the, the little, oh. like, the bar behind the bar where I you're just you do facing that for the... our uh, our uh, commercial. One of these months, one hundred percent. Or for our uh, when do we record that tomorrow? What are we our uh, our uh, Thirsty Thursday? Yes, I'm calling you after the show. Yes, I think you're calling me. Yes. Dude, if this was the fifties, we would have fucking just hit the game over with that. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't sell enough K Grove fucking beer that. You're right. You know what I mean? Like the, We've never heard this before. It's Jerry behind the tap, like, yeah. <laughs> like uh, very much like family ties, full yeah. house. Like. Yeah. So you can put that right Jeff. in there for you tomorrow. You just get the wink Tyler, and the finger. Tyler, Tyler. You can put that on WBQ tomorrow. I was just tomorrow. picturing like you know the show Bewitched, how yes, like, yes, they had yes. the cartoon yeah. at yes. the beginning, and I was picturing like. 
like a little like a fifties girl like pouring beer and like kicking up her heel and being like hundred percent. But it's bad when she becomes out of it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say lacy, but uh, I was gonna say lacy. Yes. Yes. Jeff just throws the link in the purr. We'll make sure the. I didn't get one in this episode.